ready. You know always me. ready to go. I am always ready to go. Well, Wilson, welcome back to another episode of Key in the Lake. Good morning, Jacob. Our second recording this week. Actually, yeah, it is morning, right? Yeah, it's still morning. It is. We got morning. a few. We got a few. Snoopy time. says it's morning. Yeah, back uh, once again, not at Beguile International Recording Studios. <laughs> they probably so, miss us. They're probably they're wondering. probably like, are those guys... I'm like, are they going to pay rent? They found a new brewery. I <laughs> <laughs> found a new brewery. Found a new brewery or a new, or a new living room to record in, nah. in another bar. Um, no, we'll be back there, hopefully. Next week, hopefully. Soon. Soonish. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to all the staff. Shout out... Well, not staff. They're friends. So I shouldn't even say that. That's rude. That's I take rude. that back. Shout out to the friends and fam over there at Beguile Brewing. Yeah. Check Early out the new out. releases. They got a great... Uh, I forgot the name of it already, but it was uh, their new APA. It was actually really delicious. It reminds it reminds me a bit, and I took I stole this from Nick, the head brewer of um, Megapixel. Okay. Yeah, a little fruitier aspect of it, but anyways, <coughs> that doesn't matter. That's we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about. Oh, all right. all, we're here to talk about beer and a whiskey podcast. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sorry. That's all we want to talk about. No, we're back <laughs> yeah. recording in my living room for I don't know third or fourth episode, something like that in a row. Or we were at Fountainhead on Monday we're at Fountainhead recording on Monday with Bob. But um, just kind of doing Jamie. a lot of shows this week while it's Indie Spirits Week in Chicago. It is. It's been. An, it, this is probably better than Christmas. Um, but <laughs> Jamie calls it Christmas, and I kind of get it. I think know, it's more like Thanksgiving. Ah, no, I don't like the gathering. Oh, you know what? I hate gathering holidays. So <laughs> I don't even know why I'm comparing it to that shit. So. <laughs> we are we are sitting on top of my dog's hole that she ha- sleeps underneath. So yeah, she's, she's gonna make huskies us, like yeah. dark places, and she likes to lay underneath she the table. Likes to lay under the it's table. like a home. Yep, there you go. Right. Um, but yeah, whiskey uh, extra or whiskey indie spirits. Excuse indie me, spirits. is what brings our guest here today. Yeah, we've awesome. got two amazing gentlemen here with us. Go ahead and introduce them. To take the lead. A repeat. Repeat, yeah, definitely. From Mississippi River Distilling Co. Yeah. Their Midwest sales man, <laughs> Sam. Hello. Uh, and Sam's boss. Yeah, Sam's need, boss. Need I say uh, more than we'll that? that term lightly. <laughs> this is Sean McQueen. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Founder. It's a pleasure to be here. Founder, all around. Sean's good a trooper, guy. man. He just, he just, he just made drove it in from the great straight state of Iowa. From, straight from Iowa. From Iowa. Yeah, that How long are the trip at? It should be about two forty, and yeah. it took me four and a half. Ooh, oh, rush hour. Once you hit Chicago, then I went four. Uh, four. Yeah, just over the bridge there. Yep. Yeah. I'm from Des Moines, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I pass it many times. Good old Leclerc. I was watching the rush hour traffic last night, and then it kind of subsided about ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'll yeah. be able to. You'll be able to do that. Two forty-five. It's yeah. a day-to-day struggle. You never know <laughs> how it's going to be. <laughs> Sometimes you go out and visit accounts. You're like, all right, I'll leave at nine thirty. Usually it calms down by then, and then you're just stuck, and you're like, I'm gonna be an hour late. To the meeting, right. so but, right, yeah. the, the woes of being a brand ambassador in Chicago, I guess. Absolutely, very dri- true. I mean, driving you around, you're right. I mean, even if you have a car, if you're you're lucky, you get three meetings in. Oh, out in a day. Oh, you know, considering yeah. you know, depending on where they are. Yeah, definitely. Unless you're you know. staying in one neighborhood the entire day. Unless you just you know, pound pavement and just hit a whole avenue. You yep. can do that. Yeah, yeah. You should do that. I do do that. I know you do that. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> long day ahead of you because we are recording um, on the morning of Indie Spirits. So uh, if you're not coming, I guess it's too late to come 
<laughs> you can come. You'll just, you know. We had a good time. You'll, you know, it, it, it's going to be a good time. You should come. If you're not planning to, come out and meet. Uh, the... I don't think it's released until after the fact. Oh, okay, well, then you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> come to one of more. Sold out. It was great. Uh, it, it, was, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> we had a really good time. Good, Wilson drank too ball. much. I had a lot of high lives. Uh, Where's the crystal ball? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Crystal glass. I don't know if it's yeah. sold out. I assume it's probably usually right around probably. capacity, too. It's, yeah. Um, they usually do pretty well. Another expecting a lot of trade and media, so that's good. Always for us to have that first half hour, hour to talk yeah. to those people yeah, before sure. the consumers yeah. come in and have a good old time. Got but, 150 plus brands this year, a couple newbies, uh, mm-hmm. a couple new distilleries, um, some non alks some yeah. CBDs, some mezcal. Um, some mezcal this year. Um, per the show that just aired yesterday, no, on well, Monday, sorry. Yeah. Um, Jamie no, it was yesterday. We recorded on Monday. Oh. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, well, all I know is I got home at 9 o'clock, man, and I was beat to shit. So I literally showered, and I sat on my club chair, and I had a cigar in my my hand, right? Didn't even light it. Oh, that's awesome. This is last night? Yeah. Oh. And I I woke up at midnight with it like this. (laughs) I wish I had, like, I don't do selfies. I don't know how to really do them well. I wish I had one because I looked really fucking stupid. But um, I have one for tomorrow. Sure, it was immaculate. It yeah. was, yeah, it was pr- probably a sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> better than lit, I guess. Yeah, 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 I agree. yeah, yeah definitely. Better than lit. Better than lit. You so, know. how many Indie Spirits have you guys participated in? All of them? How many have there been? Nine. This is the ninth one. Yes, we've been in. We've been at all of them. You've okay. been at all nine. Yep. How's so it that, changed yeah. from that first one? Um, I didn't attend last year, so last I don't know. I know in the first few, yeah. it was a lot of industry. Okay. And then it kind of grew into um, the public a little bit later. Yeah. I've, so uh, Last year, it was like almost 200 distilleries, I think, there. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. There was lots of stuff. Yeah, uh, last year. I think there's only 130, if I'm oh, right, really? this year. If, okay. But I can't remember if that was, if Jamie had said that was um, the amount of trade and media coming in or if that was the amount of distilleries yeah. we weren't sure if, if we mixed those numbers up but um somewhere around 150 let's call it <laughs> yeah, let's call it 150 yeah okay because yeah. the first one was at the elbow room is that right is that oh said? no it was um no not elbow room not the elbow room bottom lounge bottom lounge okay. yes yeah. mm, okay. okay yeah instead now it's you know always in i think it's been in the hilton for like four or five years in a row i want to yeah. say yeah. if not more than that yeah, yeah ever, ever since i've been going to yeah them. But it's uh, just, you can't, can't imagine like from starting like a little smaller room to you know probably having what's I would guess probably more close to fifty distilleries back then if yep. that. Well, yep. considering that you know the craft, the craft, and I say and I use that term lightly, not to disrespect any of the brands, right. but um, obviously as those grew, mm-hmm. you know, then obviously the event was going to grow as well. Yep. Right. You know? But Jamie did say that a lot of it had to do with word of mouth, aside from you know, the actual, uh, I guess. Um, participation of newer um, distilleries that were popping up throughout okay. the country. Well, yeah. Have you seen it change, Sean, over the last decade? I've seen the development of craft change considerably yeah. over the past. I mean, I, I'm thinking back of, of the unknown brand back about nine years ago at some of the craft these craft events, um, Tito's. Yeah, would be there. And Tito would be there. <laughs> yeah, Tito's. tasting really? out his vodka yeah. that nobody knew about. Yeah, wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, That's where it starts. Right. Oh, fucking yeah. Tito, man. How, many, how long ago was that? <laughs> um, that particular one, I remember Distill America, um, and that would have been probably 2011. 
Did he stopped coming in 2012. <laughs> right. <laughs> he did one. He did yeah. one. He did the one. Like, one yeah. This is the best handcrafted vodka. I have a yeah. handle it back there if you guys want to have some vodka. Or, like, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> no, all right. But no, I mean, that's the thing. Is there, you, you saw a lot of unaged kind of lighter whiskeys yeah. many years ago, and um, they've really kind of, everybody's come a long way. I agree. So what were you guys first that. developing back then? Or what was the, the first thing intent? we did was River Baron Artisan Spirit. And it was, um, I'm sorry, it was River Baron Vodka, but it okay. was uh, a corn and wheat spirit. Okay. Um, kept just at the heart of the distillation and didn't run it through. But we called it vodka, and it tasted nothing like vodka. It was more like a, <laughs> like kind of like a, a white, white whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that was a challenge. We changed that after four months and came out with a, a neutral vodka and switched the River Baron to Artisan Spirit. Okay. Gotcha. But still to this day, nine, almost nine full years later, I hear, your River Baron, your vodka tastes like stuff. It doesn't taste like clear vodka. Like, that was, was to this day? That was nine years ago. Wow. It's, we've come a long way since then. Made yeah. an impression. So, yeah, definitely. It did. <laughs> I agree, yeah. So yeah, we went say. from the... River Baron Artisan Spirit to the vodka to the gin, um, all while we were making whiskeys yes. and just letting them sit. So, so that was the original plan. Like, let's make some clear spirits while the whiskey sits in barrel ages. Yep. Okay. And yep. when, what, what were the first mash bills you were working with for whiskey? Uh, first one was bourbon, uh, 70 2010 cool. corn wheat barley. And then uh, the next one we rolled out with was a rye. We just rolled out with a rye as a seasonal. It was okay. just a one time, the tall skinny bottle that we do, the mm -hmm. 375 yeah. ml. And it was just going to be kind of a, hey, let's have some fun. We A farmer offered us some rye. Let's do rye. <laughs> oh, um, sweet. But then we had a request from one of our distributors. He said, this is good. Yeah. And we need more rye on the market. This was, you know, eight yeah. years ago. So just when Templeton rye kind so of went we, public and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Right. So then we uh, we rolled it out as a full-time product. Cool. Right cool. Then, so. Yeah. And I think, like, Iowa is kind of known for rye drinking a little bit more than bourbon. I mean, even mm -hmm. though corn's, like, so accessible right, right. there. But it's, right. it's kind of just, at least in my experience of growing up there, is always rye drinkers versus more bourbon drinkers. Yep. And then God knows what else, too. But right. What else, what else, whatever else they could, some wine coolers, maybe. Some Zima. Something like that. A lot of beer. Like Zima. Yeah. A lot of Zima. <laughs> Basically, but, like, Zima was, like, the OG of all this, like, white this claws and all that yeah. stuff. Absolutely. And then, yeah. yeah. Do a shot of grenadine in there or a lolly, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Jolly Rancher, pop it in oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They call that the purple drink. Uh, <laughs> that was actually Everclear's Purple Passion that came in that two liter all the time. Oh, I'm OG, oh bro. the Purple Passion. Remember that oh, shit? My God. I don't remember. I do. Yeah, man. Too young for that one, I guess. Everclear and purple drink mix, yeah. man. It was like Bartles and James, but purple with but, Everclear. Correct, yeah. It yeah. was in a two liter only. It only yeah. came in two liter bottles. Sounds delicious. <laughs> it was actually know. fun. Broadway Liquors across the street might, might have that still. I may, I may have to go over there. They, actually, I should have went over there and got some high lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have. <laughs> should have. You can't start too early. Well, I went by. They were closed. It was 9.30 when I went by. They opened at 10. That's so true. Like, I don't want to be late. No. I'm always right. punctual. Right. Don't worry about that, yeah. Wilson. You're always functional. I appreciate it, man. So <laughs> when you guys were starting the distillery, I mean, what were you thinking? I mean, like, this is over 10 years ago, right? Yes. And there's basically no craft distilleries in Iowa for the most part? Um, no, Cedar Ridge. Cedar Ridge was there, yeah. Yep, Cedar Ridge uh, and us, basically, <laughs> in Templeton. Yeah. If you time. If, yeah. time. If you but them. they really put, they put rye on the map. You talk about oh. Iowa being rye whiskey drinkers. It was... Because of Templeton. Definitely. So, so. Gotcha. and that'll lure to it all. But, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what we were thinking is that we would make um, spirits and go tell people that they were available and we would just be selling them out like mm. crazy. Cool. <laughs> it was going to be that easy. Straight from the distillery. <laughs> it's just That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we were looking for uh, a 
high traffic in Leclerc, Iowa, and it was kind of like on the heels of American Pickers kicking off. So yeah, gotcha. um, we were kind of looking for the tourism industry. Laws had changed in, in July of 2010 that allowed you to um, have a distillery and also give tours and sell up to two bottles per person per day. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so as soon as that law went into play, July of 2010, we broke ground on the distillery. And, uh, you know, there was two years with Ryan and Garrett, the two brothers that mm-hmm. were... Um, putting all that together two years prior to that. But, um, yeah, once that all came about, we broke ground and um, really kind of focusing on the tourism aspect and um, just kind of bottle sales out the door. Nice. And then really didn't expect to have a whole lot of growth outside of Iowa, but craft was just starting to hit the market. So we started getting calls from Texas and Mm. Wisconsin and, you know, of course, Illinois and looking for a little bit more growth and looking to add a craft brand to their portfolio. So. Pretty quick, we were uh, in 26 states. Um, oh, shit. And then that's kind of been a little bit too much, so we've been backing off over the past couple of years on those. Oh, have you? Just because we can't... Number service one, we can't all? service those states. Yeah. Um, it's cool to say. They, they all want marketing dollars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, your time. And then um, also there's just so many other distilleries that have opened up. So Absolutely. you go into the bar restaurant and say, hey, I've got something that's unique. Well, it's not really so unique anymore because there's seven other distilleries... <laughs> Yeah. That are surrounding them, yeah. so thirty miles away. From yeah, this point. right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But everybody has their own twist, and it's really fun to see kind of what people are coming up with out in the market and um, yeah. new innovations. So, so how do you, if I may ask, um, how do you pare back from twenty six states? Do you look uh, at is it just region? You know, just as far as location, or do you look at the dollar? Market? We look at dollars, close okay. case sales, and and support. You gotcha. know, we have some some distributors that we've got great support, um, so we stick with them. Gotcha. Uh, by great support, I mean they're going to be out pushing it beyond us being there. Understood. Because um, you can't have feet on the right. street everywhere. Exactly. Because that's a pretty dollar as well, yep. depending on where that is. So. Yeah. And then it's just, it's it's a balance of the licensing fees for that state. Yeah, and, true. You know, so what, what it's all going to take. And Shipping yeah. costs. Do we really want to focus on... You know, um, Georgia, when we could be focusing on Iowa, and yeah. you know, are we kind of just treading water at that point? So you kind of see it then as like, why don't we become like one of the top Midwest distilleries versus being a, a national yeah. distillery in that yeah. sense, like owning your territory here? Yeah, right. absolutely. It's, I think I, always, I started yeah. hearing that about five, six years ago on the craft side. Okay. Own yeah. your own territory. Own your territory okay. before yeah. you start to spread out. Well, of course, at that point we were already like yeah. trying yeah. to hang on to everything else. Yeah. So yeah. then you're really like, no, we can do this. We're good. And then yeah. you kind of go, okay, maybe we do need to back off a little bit. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy to get caught up in that hype, though. It you absolutely know, is. You know, and you, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I completely understand that. And there's benefit. There's some benefit to it, but mm-hmm. um, you just really have to focus on what your core brand is all about, and we're all about local and mm-hmm. the Midwest and the heartland. So. I agree. Yeah. So how are you supporting those markets and now today? Like, do you have ambassadors like in certain states, like on a, on a part-time level or anything like that? Sam. No. Well, yeah. I mean, Sam's, <laughs> yeah, Sam's, Sam's our, uh, Sam's our number Hi. four. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third word he's, he said He's more than an ambassador and a yeah. part, part-timer. Yeah. Did it. He's, he's on, I mean, he's in deep at this point. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. He is. Yeah. All about so, the brand. Yeah. He's working mm-hmm. in Illinois and Wisconsin. That's, that's a full plate. Spreading the word. Absolutely. The good word. Spreading yeah. the good I, word. I fell in love with Sam when I saw his resume. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do tell. Do um, tell. I wish I would have brought it with me. Oh, uh, um, I'm sure you send me a picture. Send me a picture. We'll put yeah. it. On. We'll put we'll it. Put it we'll absolutely do that. We'll put it up. Except he's not for hire. Yeah. It's just for 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 shits and giggles. The, what yeah. was the resume standout? So there was a lot of candidates and a lot of resumes we were reading th- reading through and met. Had some meetings. Had some interviews here in Chicago and um, really had some great candidates, but. I got Sam's, and it said, basically, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not in sales, but I've followed you guys from day one. I love Mississippi Rio Distilling Company. Yeah, I love yeah. what you're doing. I love your core brand. That's, yeah, that's the I've been gist in the, of it. I've right been there. in the business yeah. for many years on the bar side, yeah. and I would love a chance. And I was like, I sent that's Ryan. It. Ryan Burchett sent it to me, and I responded back. I said, I love Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And that's usually what people react to Sam after right. they meet him. My girlfriend loves Sam. Oh, yeah. Absolutely Guys. loves Sam. You know? <laughs> You're and blushing. It, yeah. And no, this is the first bottle I ever traded for was oh, with Sam. I remember awesome. that night. It was Rye Night. Rye Night at Delightless. I love it. Yeah. 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 So it was all about the cover letter. It didn't matter what it said inside. Yeah, right? It was all about the, fuck the cover with everything. letter. It's all lies yeah. on the inside. You know what? A lot of our <laughs> friends started off that way. What do you mean? They already had a. They were already fans of the brand. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You started off that way. Matt Sam, Brown. Sam, Matt Brown did. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the only three people in the whole industry. No, there's there's like two <laughs> other people that I remember. It's like, oh, I just like their shit, and I'm like, okay. Um, Allison with Wild Turkey. She was always been oh, a yeah. big 101 drinker. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I think Mary too. Oh, Mary. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Mary Scala. Yeah, yeah, she was she was big with. Um, I mean, she just. But she was, it was crazy. It was, hers is much more crazy than anyone. Not crazy, but just not as, not based in fandom, more just like, mm-hmm. I dig what you guys are doing. I want to be a part right. of that. You know so what I'm saying? So yeah. what's your excuse? Me? Yeah. I just got tired of tech. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, tired of Googling, man, you know? I understand I just got that. tired of all that. Yeah. I'm like, I need to do something that I like to do, and that's drink. So That's great. Good. Yes. Sean, what brought you into this whole thing? Where it was like, hey, what's started a distillery? Um, Ryan Burchett and I have been friends for a long time, and he kind of approached me with this crazy idea in 2008 and said, hey, I have this really weird idea. I want to start a distillery in LeClaire, Iowa. And I was like, yeah, that is a crazy idea. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, Where were you living at the time? I was in, in Davenport, okay. in the Quad Here Cities, in and I had been in project management for uh, a custom home builder for 17 years. And... Uh, he was like, well, you know, we're going to need some help. And I was like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> and then yes, uh, and I really, yes, I loved what I, I loved what I did. I loved, I loved architecture and construction. So I was yeah. not looking to change careers. But then we did the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And I had never, I'd always been on the, on the other side of the bar drinking and yeah. just having a cocktail, but not really paying attention mm-hmm. to why I like that cocktail, where it came from. Um, did the trail and really kind of fell in love with the process. Okay. And then I kind of started thinking, when do you ever get the chance dropped in your lap to yeah. change careers? I agree. Yeah. Whether you're happy or not happy in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of have a part of your own business. So yeah. uh, I just decided to jump ship and start this crazy process with That's them. Cool. So, Was there a certain distillery down there that stood out when you were visiting in Kentucky? Um, yeah, I would say... As a novice looking at it, I was uh, I was taken back by Woodford Reserve mm. and Maker's Mark just because of the grounds and the history. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go back now and really get into the root of what everybody's doing. Yeah. I think it'd be a blast to go see some of the smaller craft distillers that are around Kentucky. You probably have a chance to talk to a few of them tonight. That'd be right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the hope. I mean, that's the fun part too. Yeah. All. You know, you get to meet some new guys that you even heard or and or mm-hmm. read about and whatnot. So. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Like yeah. I always kind of thought, like the new craft ones out of Kentucky. You kind of always wonder until you know the whole backstory. Like, all right, who's really backing this? Are they a part? Yeah. You know, 
subsidiary of a bigger brand or something like that. But yeah. like, no, they're craft and they're just like us. We're like, yep. come down. Here's here's my card. If you're in Kentucky, like, come on down. Like yeah. the same way we do with our distilleries too. Right. Here, there's always a little hesitant about that. But then you're like, oh, I actually went down there. You remember who I am? And right, you're like this is a family-owned operation. It's just in a very historic state yeah. where whiskey takes place. Versus yes. you know. In LeClaire, Iowa. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of Iowa. I guess Templeton, Iowa was the more popular point on Western Iowa. Yeah. But, um, we have yeah. Buffalo Bill, though. We're historic. Yes. For, yeah. for uh, our own yeah. right. That's cool. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. And the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. And, yes, the Hawkeyes. And Carson King now. Well, I guess oh, he, I was, know. he was Iowa State, but yeah, I, we'll still. I've, Who's well, Carson King? He's the Keystone Light guy. Or not Keystone. Bushlight, man. Bushlight, Come yeah. on. Sorry, oh, yeah. the dude with the brand, the, uh, the guy I was just telling you about. No. No, no, the guy I was no. talking about who had the Venmo account, and now oh, people are kid. taking a okay, look into his, his tweets when yeah, he was 16 years old. Yeah, now it's all crumbling. Old. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Jake was sharing that with me this morning. I'm oh, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Oh, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. It sucks. And now ESPN really? just like, put out a statement saying uh, Carson King apologizes for making racist tweets. He tweets, and he's like, it wasn't racist tweets. He, was, he retweeted something from Tosh. 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 It. It's like, he didn't make a racist oh, comment. Like he's he not racist. He saw a joke and just yeah. retweeted. Yeah. When he was 16 years old to his friends. So Tosh 2.0. Right. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so now everyone's like backing out of it and it's all crumbling. After one point one million dollars raised There's for Children's Hospital. Six Are days you kidding six me? days left for this uh, for this campaign f- or this Venmo yeah. fund. Yeah. And Bush Light pulled out. Or I'm sorry, Anheuser Bush pulled out. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Des Moines Register, one of the reporters kind of like blew this all up yesterday so it's, it's well, now they're going into his past oh his past is yeah yeah his all of his Not social media is on lockdown yeah oh yeah and it's rough yeah, yeah. when you read i mean there's in in the stuff that he's said and reposted there's something that would offend pretty much everybody, everybody. yeah every walk of life <laughs> yeah. yeah good old journalism yeah right yes. I'm so sick of this cancel culture, as I was telling Wilson before we started. And my friends were all like, we're all in a big conversation yeah. about it. We're all mm-hmm. from Iowa and just, you know, different parts of the country now. But you just, but some kid makes a comment, you know, 16 years old, don't right. ever think it's going to affect you later on in life, yeah. which you should be, I guess, kind of more proactive towards in this day and age of social media. But also, as a teenager, you don't know. Right. Absolutely. And he, and he doesn't, he wasn't making a racist st- statement or anything like that. No, wasn't trying just, to offend anybody. It doesn't make you a bad person. Something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because we all, have, I'm sure, have said things in our past where it's like, oh my gosh. We still have recording things, devices around back then. I probably did yeah. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I For thought sure. I was going to regret my resume. Yeah. When I yeah. There you go. I told yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, now you know. But I'll do it. Well, yeah, how, how I mean, for you, Sam, too, I mean, how have all that yeah. stuff changed over the last couple of years? You know, going to this market, going to Wisconsin, which is such a heavy drinking market, obviously here as well, too. Milwaukee's just a whole different animal of its own self. But <laughs> Well, I think one of the, the most one of the most fun things for me was when I first started and I would go around and talk to people about, you know, this is Cody Road Bourbon, mm-hmm. we're from Iowa, and then every almost nine times out of ten, their reaction is, Iowa? <laughs> Bourbon's from Kentucky. Uh, you yeah. can't call it bourbon if it's not from Kentucky. Yep. And that used to be a thing all the time. But I will say in the last like year and a half or so, I don't really get that anymore. I That's think good. some people are becoming more like whiskey aware yes. if you will you know and there people are you know the consumers being more educated yeah and that's one of the best parts about the craft movement is that you can you know everybody's kind of turning into their own like little brand of nerd mm-hmm. about something and they're just like getting into <laughs> bourbons or like I'll talk to people and they're just like all about like old time gins and there's only a few but yes. that's their thing and that's what they <laughs> dork out about and that, and that's great yeah. everyone needs you know, a niche yeah, yeah, exactly. I get more. So, it, 
people now are like, well, I'm from Kentucky, so I oh, know yeah. bourbon. Oh, they've, like, they've been oh. baptized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I <laughs> no. hear you. Yes, ma'am. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I, I still you. like go through that. I think once a week though, is like explaining that you know, I don't even sell bourbon anymore. Mm-hmm, but for sure. it's like, oh no, that's not true. But yeah. Yeah. now it's like, wait, Australia can make whiskey? It's like, absolutely. Any, anybody yeah. can make whiskey. Absolutely. Just need some grain yeah. and some water. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> yeah. on the same planet we're on. Yeah. Exactly. Australia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> some people do forget that. Speaking of grains, um, you guys source everything from Iowa, correct? For the most, for the most and, part, and a little from Illinois, and a little bit from Illinois. Yeah, okay. yeah our cellar grains come from Illinois. Reynolds, okay. Illinois is about twenty-five miles from us, so okay. um, we we do have some cereal grains that come from Iowa as well now. But uh, yeah, a little bit of both. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What were those growing pains like in the very beginning when you're trying to basically create a whole new market mm-hmm. of whiskey drinkers? You um, know, at the time, I think you don't know you're going through it because we didn't <laughs> we didn't know what we were. I mean, we were just jumping into this, so yeah. we were trying to figure it out. There was a there was not a lot to look at for us in the very beginning. So um, we learned as we go. Now we look back and mm. we go, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What what would I have done different? <laughs> but um, I don't really think that you can't you can't look back and, and say what we would have done different. Um, probably wouldn't have been a whole lot that we would have done different because we're still here. Yeah. Um, you know, Because there was no blueprint December to follow. 2010. I mean, yeah. Because there's nothing like, what do you do to start a distillery? It's like, well, right. Yeah, so many of these ones that everybody knows and been drinking, maybe the youngest one is like 60 years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, with, yeah. Your, with, with your background, what I'm curious, I love architecture myself mm. and design. Mm-hmm. So Wilson talked about how he's a failed architect on the, I last, on the previous podcast. Um, <laughs> I just, two plus two is hard for me. Um, <laughs> how much of that do you put into your actual space now and or your mm. your development as far as branding and whatnot? Um, back in the day, th- we did the build-out ourselves. So we built a new building for the distillery, and then the tasting room and retail space was all us. So they turned it over to us basically with, with white walls, and okay. we, we went from there. So, um, I mean, that played a role. We were also, you know, on the budget side, able to give it a little bit of a spin mm-hmm. without spending a lot. You know, gotcha. had to do with the construction side of things. Um, now, mind you, I was project management, so mm-hmm. you know, telling my hand, I can do it, but telling my hands to do it yeah. are a little bit different. Understood. Um, I get it. So uh, that played a role, and then on the business side and marketing, um, not a whole lot of correlation with marketing, but business is just um, you really you've got to be upfront and honest and on top of it, and you can't let things slide, and that's you know that really kind of plays through with the construction role. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so it was just a matter of also being able to be a people person and not afraid to talk to people and yeah. put yourself out there and be uncomfortable in some situations because oh, yeah. it's all for the greater good of the brand. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I love that patio space that you guys have. Mm. That's awesome. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. Of, that looks like a lot of fun, even in the winter when you guys do things out oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Antifreeze coming up. Antifreeze. In That's it, antifreeze. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. what it was called. We I have a it. new, we have some new fun stuff for antifreeze this year too. Oh yeah, so we'll yeah? get we'll get to that. I have some some samples for us. Sweet, yeah. Well, might, I mean, might as well start drinking. I mean, yeah. we, got, oh, we have yeah. okay. We have a long day of drinking ahead of we us. Do. I have so, so yeah. three really fun things today. Nice. Um, I think since we're there, we'll start with that one. Okay. Um, it is a. Cody Road bourbon uh, finished in a tequila barrel. Oh. So we, we have a bunch of... Speaking um, Wilson's language there. We have a bunch <laughs> of really weird things that we have, you know, just barrels that we've collected <laughs> from, from the past and nice. thrown whiskey in. So we kind of started taking inventory a little while back and saying, well, we've got this, you know, we've got this bourbon that's been sitting in mm-hmm. a wine barrel. We have bourbon in a tequila barrel. We have bourbon in a brandy barrel. We better start doing things with these. And that's just yeah. among the few. 
So 2020, we're going to come out with um, a label called Cody Road X. So it's oh. Cody Road Experimental. Nice. So it's just going to be a one, one and done. Cool. Announced um, for the first time. For the first today. time. Hey. Today. Hey. Breaking, Breaking news. news. And we're going to sample a, a little pull off of one of the barrels today that nice. is uh, that will color. be out in 2020. So Sweet. this is the uh, tequila barrel aged finished. Uh, can we ask which tequila? Or? I you can. I can't tell you that because <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> all right, how about ask? All of them. All, all, the, all, all of the all the tequila. tequila. Thank you very much. Oh, I, I also apologize for the artwork on the wall um, <laughs> over here with the Irish whiskey. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Look, it's just, um, it's got so all the directions. Yeah, all the directions. <laughs> right so my wife works for Beam Centauri, and she mm-hmm. does social media marketing for a lot of their Irish brands. So they're she's making a. I don't. I think an Irish cream or a Irish coffee with some whipped cream last mm. night for oh, social cool. media posts. Yeah, the Snap. bottle. The bottle's still up there. So on that side, oh, above yeah. the fireplace. Oh, I'm sure. That. Not sure. sure what she actually ended up doing. There's with bottles that. everywhere in here. And there's a little bit of bottles. Yeah, kind of hidden around. Wow. We kind of mm. just decorate our apartment based around bottles and then put the other ones in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the totally good, get the good the tequila ones are out. This, man. Right. Mm-hmm. I love it. So when we do events, we try to roll out something interesting. Um. That's what keeps people coming back and keeps things lively and interesting. Keeps it fun for us as well. So, mm. oh, that's um, awesome. That's tasty. This is my first time having. Oh, nice. Is it really? Too. So, yeah, I haven't had any of these. It almost kind of reminds me like a finish of a rye in a way. Yeah. I mean, so this is your regular bourbon, and then you finished it off in the tequila barrel. Yep. How long Correct. is it in a tequila barrel? This was probably for about a year and a half. Okay. Mm. It's a good amount of crest and bourbon mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Toothpaste, Ooh, it's a toothpaste me. joke. Yeah, I get that tequila hug on the bottom there. Yeah. <clears throat> How important is or has been experimentation kind of defining yourself from everybody else um, in this whole spirits world? I think we're finding that out. It's growing, you know, with all of the other craft distilleries that are kind of following a lot of the same plan. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the drinkers where everybody needs their niche for drinking. We need our mm-hmm. niche for experimentation, too, from yeah. distillery to distillery. Right. So I think the really just you kind of approach it with there's nothing that's off limits mm. Um, mm. for us. Okay. Um, obviously trying to keep some integrity with a brand. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I don't want to make fireball. But you don't? at yeah. the same time, I said this a long time ago sitting on a panel because there was somebody that they were talking about Fireball and you just don't want to be that brand. And I was like, okay, that being said, uh, if anybody has the next yeah. Fireball craze, we'll market and partner with you and we'll all make millions. Yeah. So they didn't that we're for sale, but yeah. you know what? When you're talking about something like that, if you know what it is, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So Screwball did not call you then. Screwball, yeah. <laughs> screwball. Oh, man. Like every every tasty, I'm like right next to the screwball stand. I'm like, they're like, are you selling this? I'm like, I'm not. They're like, do you know where I can find more of it? I'm like, there's two cases right here. I had a guy like literally bought a case at, at a tasting the other day. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I believe yeah. it. I was just like, he's like, oh, there's three bottles there, and then there's a whole case, and he opens it up, takes three more out of it. Wow. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, our our whiskey's the same price. If you want to try that, <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. right. You could have just switched one out. He didn't know. It's true. Probably that saying. at that point. I'm just yeah. Um, yeah, but how have like those little like I mean I don't even know what to call some of those flavored spirits, if you will, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you think that's brought a negative light to like craft spirits or confusion to anything? Because I feel like some people think that we're all doing something right. like that, and some craft stillers do, I guess too, in a right. way. But yeah. yeah, try to recreate the wheel in that sense and make the next fireball or some kind well, of. There's confused. a risk built into that though too. Explain more. 
Well, I mean, you can. <clears throat> I I dig that you're 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 keeping the integrity of the brand, which you should, obviously. It's good business sense, but at the same time, it's like now it's Cody Road X, and then how many SKUs are you willing to go into? <laughs> yeah. Is that like once a year, once every two or three mm-hmm. years? Because with us, you know, we do the distiller series, mm-hmm. but you know, if you do that too often, then you got yourself. I know. Twelve <laughs> fucking SKUs. Yes. You yeah. Know? How do you manage that? Right. You know. So the risk is what? Oversaturating yourself or mm-hmm. overthinking something. Well the yeah, and there is something to be said about exclusivity too. Oh yeah. You know, if something if there's just a really tiny window of when something's gonna be available, I mean then that's just gonna generate more mm-hmm. demand and mm-hmm. buzz around it. I mean, you look at you know, the Pappy Van Winkles of the world where it's just this like little allotment you get yeah. in the fall and then when it's gone, it's gone. It's I gone. mean, it's good juice, but half the I feel like most of the reason why it is so popular is because you can only get it yeah. of course. for this small window of time. Yeah. And then it becomes a quest for people. We right. start people you know. stealing whiskey out of our uh, barrel houses and then, you know, that'll make it all really <laughs> oh, popular. Let's, yeah, make, let's exactly. make a deal. Yeah. yeah. Let's make a deal for <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. Who wants a trip to, wants a trip to Australia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just on, kidding guys. just kidding yeah. <laughs> um, no I, but it, I it, guess on our on our side of that um, we we have the opportunity at the distillery um, being such a little touristy town yeah. mm-hmm. to create unique things that don't go out on the market so when we so do some of these really s- odd ones we specific. just want to really kind of want to keep them in house okay. And, okay. Oh, okay well that makes um, sense then offer we just that way you've got something to offer everybody mm-hmm. you know we kind of look at it even if we have 12 skis on the shelf somebody can come in there and say i like that yeah. you know whiskey might not be my thing but this cream liqueur is mm-hmm. or this, I love, by the way. This gin is, or whatever is happening, you know. Yeah. So my apologies, I was under no, the impression okay. that you wanted to go a little further out. No, gotcha. absolutely not. These, gotcha. like this, I mean, we had one barrel. Gotcha. You know? So, so you make it. The in X is just the experimental, and experimental. It's it's likely never going to happen again. Gotcha. So. Okay, I apologize. Um, I misunderstood you. That being said, you know, we do. We just talked about this yesterday. If if we have retailers in the market that want something, they want a piece of this Cody Road X, you know. Mm-hmm. We would put it on allocation and say, okay, well, you know, we'll release 15 cases out in the market. Gotcha. Um, but I'm always cautious about that because I don't want it to go sit on the shelf. There's yeah. no need for, if we can sell this out in a few months at the distillery, there's no re- need to put it on a shelf at a liquor retailer and have it sit there six months later, a year yeah. later. Is there a fine line of kind of, you know, making sure that your customers who come to the distillery that are local, making sure they're getting the best services possible just in the way that, you're distributing to your, but kind of keep maybe committing to more to those core people. Mm-hmm. Um, there is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we want to make sure number one, we want to keep our retailers happy as well. Yeah. Um, without our local retailers, we're because I'm sure people treat your place like a local bar, in a way. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, so is that kind of always been like part of the men- mentality of the company? Yeah. Making sure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's customers number one. I'd say retailers. Number two, and then just out mm-hmm. in the market, spreading out market. beyond that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Sam's number one, <laughs> Sam's customers <laughs> number two, Sam and retailers number three. <laughs> Let's gush on Sam again. Let's gush on Sammy. Let's make him blush the entire. Well, Sam, episode. I mean, you've been. I mean, so you've been. You've you've been along. You've been with the, on the ride along with them. What have you seen that's different for you market-wise with these things, with these l- limited releases and or just the market growth itself? 
Well, I think um, one of the biggest things is definitely brand awareness mm. and just crafts the craft spirits genre awareness. Yeah, I don't I don't find myself <laughs> explaining who we are as much or what a craft whiskey is as much when I go and mm-hmm. you know talk to buyers or talk to people inside you know our local liquor retailers. Oh yeah, um, it's been really cool to sort of watch this little movement kind of grow and then really start to set its roots down. And then now we're starting to see it get bigger and we're seeing more opportunity. And it's been, it's that part's been really cool. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it also kind of goes to show that like when we're all out in the market, we're, we're doing something. Yeah. You yeah. can see results. Definitely. This is true. So, That's a good point. It's, I think also the opportunities when we're out doing demos and tasting, some people ask me like, where should I start with like a rye whiskey or, right. lo- or local bourbons or craft bourbons too? And you have that opportunity to, you know, like help your friends out, help out like the whole craft movement though all together, which is super important about just selling yeah. your own brand. That's true. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's even surprising like people like, even know when I go into buyers like oh yeah I know I know of Star Wars I know of Australian whiskey it's like how yeah, <laughs> yeah. where did you hear about yeah. it yeah. and I think like so much of the not to like try to toot our own horns but I think social media and podcasting these kind of things that are happening out there right now are drawing or creating the identity out in the market too for yeah. all of us so much to be a part of I know Wilson and I have talked talk about so much how um, our lives you know we broadcast everything through social media and right. we're based around spirits. Spirits is mm-hmm. kind of what our world has turned into a little bit here and there. So always showing where you're at and making sure that customers know like, hey, we'll be out in the market and the people that support you doing that as well too because you're basically creating your own story um, for your brands and for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's an identity kind of, you don't want it to overconsume you because um, no. you obviously need your personal time and rest right. away from it. But it, it kind of has. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's a delicate balance. It is a delicate balance, but I think yeah. it's also I, I know for like Wilson and I personally, it's something that we love doing every day too. So it's yeah. it's easier that in that sense. Right to call this work and say that yeah. this is our yeah. it's it's okay yeah. to kind of roll that into a little bit of your lifestyle yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, it's weird when you're out with like I was out with a writer last week and met at a bar and. She's like, oh, I think, yeah, it's time to go home. I'm like, yeah, I got to keep a few more accounts, and he's probably should go visit, and it's like 9.30 at night, mm-hmm. and you go to two more accounts, but you just, like, sit and drink whiskey and talk to people at the bar and right. talk to the bartender. Like, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's tiring in this a way, but, yeah, yeah, but it's also, yeah. You got to do this. Yeah. Like, you got to do it. got to do it. Yeah. Somebody's got to put a dent in those bottles. Right. <laughs> Speaking of social media, uh, how do you guys see yourself investing in that, or are you allowing your mm. fan base or your markets to do that on your behalf more? <clears throat> Um, we invest in it. We actually, uh, this year we've been working with, uh, Mindfire Communications on our social media. We've just kind of been doing it ourselves up until this summer. Um, but we figured we'd try and work with a professional that can kind of kick it up a little Mm -hmm. bit more. Gotcha. Um, and it's going well. Uh, we try to do as much as we can on social media, splitting it between Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, there's that oversaturation too, Mm -hmm. you know, that, I know I personally will kind of like scroll through, scroll through and get sick of seeing things. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, figure out how to just to get that right content out there that's going to yeah. stop somebody and make them click on it and mm-hmm. look at it and listen to it. Yeah. And also, what has that been advised as well as like, hey, this is your this is your your sweet spot when it comes to social media. Is it more based around your production, your space, your state or is it? the product out in market or we're it? not quite there yet. Okay. We're kind of just working on all of that. Um, you know, this is like I say, we just, yeah, mm. 
We'll sit down and figure that out here. I think in October, what's okay. you know how how this has all worked out and because you need responsibility look at the algorithms of everything. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no. That's uh, okay. I, was, I was just gonna say it's the only you need the responsibility to your customers, like to your distillery too, and to the right. bar, like coming there and having um, a tourism, but also helping out Sam in like Wisconsin yeah, right. and Illinois mm-hmm. too. It's yeah. a mm-hmm. thing exactly. that you have to really figure out over a period of time. So it's tricky. Do you, how do you guys do it at Union Horse? Because um, so, your event space is more is very popular, right? Yeah, our event space is really big time. Um, so that alone, it's so social media wise, we've separated the two, um, kind of, sort of. I mean, we didn't separate them. It's obviously it's under the same mm-hmm. roof, but it has its own handle. Do you think that's kind of why you've taken so much responsibility of posting so much of your brand to your personal account? Um, I think I no, it wasn't not, not, asked of me. I think my taking that step was more a personal choice like i'm not in that market i'm in this market yeah um so and so i want to show the brand in this market mm-hmm. and that it's available in this <clears throat> market a lot of people actually come up to me is like oh you're three is this is this made in chicago I'm like no it's like well your your handle is <laughs> made 312 made i'm like oh like, that's just i'm made here in chicago i was born and raised here yeah. it's you know <laughs> but this is this is what i do and I'm like oh because they you know i don't know maybe that's my problem i have to come up with a different handle but um it's not asked of me but i think it's important to know that we are here in every way possible mm-hmm. we're yep. here social media wise i'm here pounding pavement as we all are here on behalf of our brands and I'm um, everywhere possible, and hopefully one day you'll see us everywhere possible. You know, and that's essentially what the ob- objective is behind my social media usage. It's never personal. Okay. You know, but I also, th- you know, there's so many platforms. I'm like, which is the best for us? Right. You know, and there are some uh, social media uh, platforms that are integ- in- integrating each other into one another, mm-hmm. into each other. That makes it easier. Yeah. Like if I post something on Instagram, I know it's going to be posted on Facebook. Right. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> because a lot of I think you know I th- I think Facebook is is undervalued these days. Um, I still think there's a lot of people that are on there more than maybe on the other ones. Personally, mm-hmm. I think. Um, as far as demographics are concerned, so I make sure maybe that in that's, your age bracket. Well, maybe in my age bracket, <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know, and sometimes I'm like, what did my mom say about me the other day? I don't know. You got to go to Face Place yeah. and figure it out. You know, it's, you know, it's 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 um that's probably the biggest challenge I have on my day to day is the social media aspect. Like, how often do you post? What should you post? Where should it be right. posted? The captions, you know, like if it's too much, if it's enough, you know. I don't know. It's crazy. It is. That's where I suffer when yeah. I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. when I'm sitting in an event or in a bar and I want to interact and yeah. enjoy. And I'm sitting there, I've taken a picture, and I'm like, okay, what do I say? Yeah, what do yeah. I yeah. say? I, yeah. This has to be interesting. It has to be, yeah. you know. Yeah. Ryan Burchett, he can. He can just. It's, it's gone. It. I mean, it takes a picture. Yeah. And he's got and he's, a, he's got flying, something sent out in, in yeah. a second. Lindsay's really good too. She does social media for. Um, a, a, a global outdoor furniture, high-end outdoor furniture company. And she's done it for other consumer goods, you know, like West Elm and so on and so forth. And she's quick at it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man. She goes, this is all I do. So it's easy. Right. And I'm like, I ah, you. I get it. Yeah. You know? So the other day, on Friday, I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to do a Lindsay. I'm going to pull a Lindsay. And I just, I took a, I took a, I reposted a picture of our, of Chester Copper Pot, our pot still down in KC. And it's steaming. I'm like, and it's Friday. I'm running out of steam. You know, I'm like, yeah. but we never run out of steam. I'm like, man, fuck Friday. And I wrote, <laughs> posted that. You posted fuck Friday on your thing? What does that even mean? How did that go? Yeah. Well, I did the little F and then the asterisk right. and then, you know, all that shit. My boss so loved it. He goes, it. I'm st- 
stealing this. And I'm like, <laughs> I love it. Yes. I was speaking truth. Yeah. <laughs> that was real. It, it was, was real. real. It was real a real That was my most real moment on social media. I like it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to keep yeah. doing that, you know? I mean, it's my it's my handle. So that's why I'm like, there's so many rules. But yeah. anyways. But so I, do think, I think we're there. Yeah. I think being real is kind of like that right? next yeah. level I think of, that's yeah. where it's going to go. You know, the cut the shit. Just yeah. be real. Back Just be real. So what are we sipping on this real yeah. thing in here? So this is the um, bird's nest um, with the aviary. It's kind oh. of like a, oh, a yeah, spin. We right. talked about this last That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it's a spin on a Manhattan. Um, it uses our rye whiskey, Cody Road rye whiskey, our very cherry liqueur, which is just what it sounds like, yeah. very cherry. Yeah. Yeah, very and then cherry. it's using a vermouth um, out of Oregon that Michael likes, and I cannot remember the name of it. You but really smell um, it, though. It's super nice. it's, jammy. Yeah. It is jammy. Vermouth. Oh, so this is the... That's what it reminds me of, is Slowberries. One of 600 bottles that, will, 600 be, that, that will be coming out. And only in 375s? Yep. I love it. Yep. Just another one and done. So this is another weird thing that we do along with the Cody Road X. We have the Still Crazy series. So the Still Crazy is not an everyday <laughs> seasonal. It's the Still Crazy where it's something that's off the wall yeah. and strange. And I like um, that. Still this Crazy. So well. This did turn So then it was, so well. we made it in, the, in uh, January and then threw it back in a barrel mm-hmm. and let it sit. Which until barrel? Until now. Uh, the rye barrel. The rye cool. barrel. Yep. This is very good. This would be like amazing just like on... It's probably why he poured more for himself than oh. anyone else. You see that mm-hmm. shit? This must be good on waffles, Wilson. This is round two. Dude, waffles. <laughs> pancakes? <laughs> pancakes? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Instead of molasses. No, pancakes. I like that shit sopped up. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it's delicious. Mm. So how have... Um, do you think there's any chance of a loss of identity when you're doing so many different projects like this? People are confused if it is the same company doing it all? Or I guess if you're selling it out of your space, right. there's really no hesitation yeah. there. But. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, that's it's a really a good question. That's a very um, good question. And that's been, we've been working on that from, from day one with the branding side of it. And that's we, uh, what, four years ago now, we rebranded and took all of our clear spirits and all of our whiskeys and put it all in the same bottle. Okay. And it okay. was a custom bottle that we had made. Um, so that was trying to pull that all together because there was brand confusion. Yeah. We had, you know, rye whiskey and a, and a corn whiskey called Iowish whiskey and Irish. the cream liqueur and the vodka and the gin and the river baron, and they were all different bottles. So yeah. um, bringing that brand gave us a cohesion between everything. And then, then round two, we have these um, in the tall skinny bottle mm-hmm. that we used to have MRDC running up the side. Yeah. And we wrote it out. Wrote it out. Because a lot of people were like, what's that Murdoch? Or yeah. I want some of that Mr. Yeah. D yeah. Mr. DC sounds good. Oh, I like or, that, Mr. I, DC. Yeah. I get lowish. Oh, a lot lowish. of people say Irish. Yeah. Irish. They're like, yeah. what's lowish? Lowish. lowish. Yeah. But you guys have the best uh, email addresses at Mr. Distilling. It's yeah. 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 Are, yeah. I love my email address. Yeah. Yeah. That's kick ass. <laughs> it really, is really kick ass. I'm like, I remember I asked your email the first time, and Wilson's like, and I'm like, this can't be right. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, 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 we sense. did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. We did it. it was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, brand identity is always a question and confusion. Um, Do you source that out as well? Excuse me? Do you source your branding and uh, your packaging? Yep, Mindfire well? Communications. Okay. Yep. Okay. Are they local in LeClaire? Mm-hmm. They are. Cool. Yeah, they're about a half a block down from us. Oh. So everything you guys do in the sense of the external operations, if you will, is Iowa-based still. Correct. You yeah. don't go into Chicago. As it fucking in. should be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Iowan. It's yes. an Iowan, right? Iowan? Iowan. Iowan. Okay, yeah. all right. Iowegians. Iowegians. A lot of those. <laughs> half, half breed of those. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Norwegian folk, Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
because they all just moved from Norway to cold parts of America and found oh. their... Yeah, that's you know, basically what happened. Yeah. That's they, cool. Like, let's go to southern Canada and Minnesota. Reminds yeah. me of home. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you leave? <laughs> so how's that served then? Is that just two ounces or three ounces over ice, or is it then... This, uh, yeah, it would just be Manhattan style, so Manhattan they're style? shaking around the rocks. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's... Very lovely. Where product. do you think the future of you know bottled cocktails is placed in this whole thing? I mean, we do it at Star Wars as well. We even brought a release yeah. to the states. We're thinking about it because um, we have a couple different ones. Thank you. And it's it, it can I don't I don't think it's a a gimmick at all. I think it's just something no. new to play around with. I think yeah, it's it's a new frontier. And yeah. I mean, now with the rise of you know cocktail culture, and exactly. now everybody's got. You know, every city's got their own little cocktail scene going mm-hmm. on. Obviously, you know, yeah. like New York and Chicago are going to be the two bigger ones. But people want to know how to do that stuff. But not everybody's going to get a job at, you know, the sixth or wherever yeah. and get, you know, training. And on training, yeah. Yeah. No, that was my my brief time with Slow and Low. It was kind of cool to see how you could just tell somebody, like, oh, say it's like a cocktail in a bottle. Your old stu- old school style of rock and rye, but mm-hmm. there's so many simple little elements. Add some ginger beer to it and some orange bitters, and you have a cocktail. Like, I can right. do that. Like, yeah, absolutely. And all you have to yeah. do is stir it with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So simple that way. Yeah. So I think they can fit in here and have a nice little marketplace too. And it also saves you money. I mean, you step going and buying oh, all your sure. own supplies and yeah. buying a bottle off the Try shelf. Add some ice to it as well. Kind of a little opportunity there. So would you consider that part of the RTD category then? Is that where you guys are at? Yes, then? for sure. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that's where that lives. So okay. what's up next? So next we have the Quad City Collaboration. So we do a bunch of um, single barrel sales and um, just collaborations with different on and off-prem accounts. This one in particular is a collaboration with Wide River Winery. Mm. It's oh. our local winery um, based out of Clinton, Iowa, and then they have a tasting room right down the road from us in LeClaire. Um, so we did a Cody Road Bourbon finished in Wide River Winery port wine barrels. So you're going to get that kind of that bourbon right up front and then that sweetness and a little bit of a tart from the port Yeah. on the finish. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Is your first time having it, Sam? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm <laughs> very excited about yeah, this okay. because there, he's, Sean's bringing a lot of distillery-only stuff that I haven't, that I haven't had yet. Oh, poor Sam. <laughs> Best and this I one's at 90 proof. This would be 45%. Wow. Oh, nice. That's nice. You say it was finished in what's, barrels? What's buzzing on my palate? Is that the port? I would think so. I think it's more of those, like, um, some of those orchard like, fruit flavors, that yeah. berryness mm-hmm. from it. It's probably a little bit of um, the bird's nest as well, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely there with all the wine flavors to it. Yeah. Port finishes. Mm. Probably one out of line that that should have been probably the uh, <laughs> number two because I'm getting a lot of the yeah. bird's nest from Avery. So no, experimentation with, um, is it, you always try to stay local with it or we expand out yeah. to places as well? Yeah, we expand out. It's okay. basically whoever wants to work and experiment with us yeah. on those, on this kind of a collaboration. Definitely. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, you have like the availability of Iowa, that the wineries popping up um, and doing those things, but do you even do like just you know, more like clothing or anything like that? Kind of any collaboration possible when it comes to exposing the brand? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I've worked with, like, other companies where you just you think of outside the box, and you're like, all right, what about Levi's jeans? And, like, right. do they yeah. fit our branding for this? And have those conversations and kind of make a whole lifestyle approach to it. Yeah. I don't know if you're doing anything or like you that. Pro- I mean, or even on the collegiate level, just 
<laughs> with, with college sports. Yeah. Yeah, because that sounds like a right, great idea. Why not? <laughs> They're always asking for money for beer out on the signs and shit. Well, that's know? the problem, that's though. At college athletics, especially mm-hmm. the Big club. Ten, you, well, some Big Ten schools, you can Sweets drink at that. games, right? Yeah. but not all. What about in the club suites and all that? Club suites, you could, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, if, why not be part of a, almost a two point billion dollar industry? Kirk yep. Ferentz is looking for a whiskey sponsor. There you go. So that's where we, we get. It. That's where we can really kind of roll into some brand confusion. So when we do these, mm. a lot of times we just kind of, and we do a lot of them for businesses. Yeah. Um, never mm-hmm. done a clothing brand, but um, you know, a business of maybe you know a printing company, for instance, might want to do um, a barrel that they give their yeah. all of their. Um, employees and staffing okay. a bottle for Christmas or something corporate like that. So gifts. they'll have a corporate yeah. gift. So they'll do like their own private label. Yeah. Um, those we don't really kind of market and talk about a whole lot because we just don't want to. They're, That's yeah. going to really be like, yeah. what, what is this? And mm-hmm. where did this come from? And gotcha. this doesn't taste like Cody Road bourbon that I know. Well, yep. it's not. It's different. It's, it's been a blend. Sometimes thing, yeah. we'll do like a blend of bourbon and rye. And, okay. Um, yeah. Speaking of bourbons, you guys are one of the four kings. Ooh. Yes. Got so, a couple bottles in the kitchen. Yeah. It's... <laughs> so who who was it, Sam? We talked on that when you were with us last. Who does the blending again? That's uh, Garrett. Yeah, yeah, Ryan and Garrett. Yeah. Ryan, chat. both. Yep. Okay. If they both work together on those. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some really good ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I have yeah. a couple unopened ones because most recent have been the most recent really one is the best so one I, for me. Yeah, yeah, but they've all been enjoyable. Yeah. What's the it? next one on that? I know you talk, I can't remember if you t- talked about it or not. I think you said you didn't know what it was. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I probably Oops. yeah. And on and I'm gonna go ahead and back you up because okay. I don't know either. Okay. Oh, right. oh, okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> oh no, that's actually. Yeah, I, I no. think you. Def- I think you. Uh, I think you bounced that back and it's just like you know they're they're working on it now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know that's. I think that's where we left it. Or we can just listen to what episode was that. Yeah. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I know go to the archive. I know it's already been done. It's sitting in aging. Yeah. There, so, mm-hmm. There's. Whiskey in the barrel blending. It's just yeah. a question of which one comes out first. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. I asked Rob that question from Journeyman. He got the same answer for him last weekend. Really? So we're all confused. It's a really scientific yeah. process. Should I get Garrett on speakerphone here? Yeah, let's get Garrett. Call Garrett. Find out. Yeah, let's call Garrett. Ooh, and, um, our first phone interview. It's our first phone in. Phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it's if like, he answers. He's like, hey, Garrett. We'll we're see how important t- Sam and I are with Garrett here. This is the love test right here. There you go. Find out how much he loves us. We've been bringing so much news today. Might as well break some more. I love it. This is fun. Hey, hey you're, uh, you're on speaker here on the podcast, so don't say anything super <laughs> offensive, okay? <laughs> hey, how's it he, going? He said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm at lunch. Uh, we won't keep it, Garrett. Just a quick question on the, um, the next Four Kings. What's sitting in aging right now? Oh. Uh, there's, there's, there's a couple of different things that every, like, so, so everybody sends in a product and we kind of have a conversation about what is going to happen and what we all think is cool. Um, we haven't had that meeting yet. My guess is that might be something that would happen here uh, in the next few weeks. But, okay. Uh, nice. We just haven't sat down. There's so, like, on our end, um, there's two new malts there's uh the four grain the bourbon so like and then how that mixes with somebody like corsair or 
uh, to you or journeyman is always different. So it's, it's, um, the, the other thing is, uh, obviously some of our partners in the distribution world are a part of that conversation. And, uh, folks like say Mike at Delilah's or somebody else, they just have kind of their finger on the market and just kind of know what oddball stuff you, you know you throw some of those things out and they go oh that would be really cool versus this one so it just it hasn't happened okay cool well thanks garrett thanks, sounds garrett. good Thank makes sense garrett. sorry sorry that was a, was a very long answer. well you had you had more information you <laughs> well, gave us more than what i thought you were well, going yeah, to we'll so appreciate down, that we'll pin down mike tonight we'll pin down paul <laughs> yeah, as well, yeah, we'll so we'll figure yeah. it all out today that's our job now <laughs> all right have some pe- have some pizza and vodka for me Ooh. We'll do. All right, bye. We'll do. <laughs> I will do that. So is that the thing? Pizza not and vodka. Tell him twice. No. <laughs> pizza he was, is at, his he thing. was at lunch at a local at Low Pie is a local uh, Low pizza pie. place oh, for us. So. Shout nice. out to Low Pie. So Low Pie and vodka is the thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Low Pies and River Pilot. Yep. Awesome. I love it. Well, we almost broke some news there. <laughs> we almost did, but hey, but we got the guy. Go bother Mike at Delilah. <laughs> we got one of the guys. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a program that. Or a project that I just, just the more I, I taste of, the more interesting it, it gets, mm-hmm. and the more anticipation you know builds in the market right. for it. So it's really cool. I think it's such a great representation, that. though, too, of Midwest distilling, oh, the common craft. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All the good and, and how well it works with one another, and it's it's. I mean, just the whole process. I think is that's the star of the show. Definitely. Yeah. Aside from the juice itself. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I know we have a long day ahead of us, and. More counts to go visit and yeah. seminars to attend and <laughs> people to pour to. So whiskey to drink. Yeah, yeah. whiskey to drink. drink. Very drink. much so. Um, thanks for coming on though. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming. Thanks for driving all the way from all the way from Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, clink, clink, clink.